Hello and welcome to the MN Hockey Life Podcast, where we promote Minnesota hockey players and evaluate the prospects in our state. Today we'll be talking about the USHL, NAHL, Elite League, and NCAA women all getting started. All in full swing. Men's will be starting up this weekend. A couple of huge tilts that we're interested in here, Dave. That's Gophers versus Alaska and St. Thomas versus St. Cloud. Should be very interesting. Also, the rankings. The first rankings of the season are out, Dave. And how did your Gophers do? Your Gophers? No. <laughs> um, gophers are rated four. They had two first-place votes. Um, UMass with number one ranking overall. They received 909 of the points. I really, I don't, I'm not sure what that's out of. Um, of course, they won it last season. 19 first-place votes, first place. Number two, St. Cloud. 13 first-place votes, 902 points. Just seven behind UMass. And that St. Cloud team will be playing St. Thomas this weekend. Saturday up in St. Cloud. Sunday at the X here in St. Paul. Thoughts about the rankings? You think it's fair? UMass 1, St. Cloud 2, Michigan gets 3. They're kind of the popular because of all the, the prospects, NFL, uh, NHL draft picks they have. Um, and then Minnesota 4, Minnesota State 5, Minnesota Duluth 6, Boston College 7, North Dakota 8. And somehow Denver at 13 had a first place vote. All right. A little bit awkward, but whatever. Thoughts on it? Any surprises you'd have to say? Uh, not really. I guess my big thing is uh, too early to tell. We'll see how the teams come together. I guess I was a little bit surprised by North Dakota being solo, but they lost so many players that signed to the NHL. So we'll have to see. Like you said, it's a little bit too early. It's fun. Uh, it's fun to look at. Fun to talk each week on how different teams face and what where they go. And to see St. Cloud number two. Of course, St. Thomas is taking a, a huge bite right off the bat of their Division One. Time and play in St. Cloud, number two team in the nation. So it will be a great learning experience for the team. Uh, St. Thomas, of their 28 players, has many that have Division I experience. Um, and I think they're going to re rely heavily on those players this weekend. Yep. Of the freshmen, let's go through the freshmen real quick. The freshman class, there are seven freshmen on the St. Thomas team. Zero goalies, two defensemen, and five forwards. Um, who's the fir uh, first defenseman on your list there, Dave? That'd be uh, Michael Ferrandino. Now, this is a player you got to watch quite quite a bit. Uh, uh, give me some takes on what you saw with him. Uh, moves the puck well. I guess my only concern would maybe, maybe not the biggest defenseman in the world. Not the biggest, but he tracks tracks so well. Plays really tight one on one. Um, I always wanted to see him take a little bit more offensive opportunities, mm -hmm. but at the same time, when someone does that and then gets out of position, I'll complain about that. True. So, very, uh, very interested to see if he will start e either of the two uh, games coming up this weekend. I believe there's nine defensemen on the roster for St. Thomas, so there's gonna be they're going to be mixing and matching. 
a little bit off the bat. No free minutes like we've talked about before on the podcast, and everybody's going to have to prove their worth. Um, you have the returning players that played the E3 hockey and are back at St. Thomas. You have the transfer portal guys that are new to St. Thomas. And then you have this freshman class of seven players. And that first one we talked about, Mark, Michael Ferrandino, um, he's been playing junior hockey since 2016 and has over 270 junior hockey games. That's insane. So not a rookie by any stretch. No, no. He's used to this. He's used to big games. If you played in the USHL, NAHL, you're used to it. Um, is that St. Cloud? No. But very excited to see him play. Another defenseman and a player that we've talked to on the podcast before is Trevor Ledun. He played uh, the BCHL. Uh, skilled demon, very physical. Um, very excited to see him play this weekend. Should be interesting to see if he has the booming shot like we're all expecting. Yeah, that's kind of the scouting profile. He's a guy, there's probably a handful that we've never seen on the team, and he's one of them playing in the BCHL. Former draft pick in the OHL of Hamilton, I believe. He's from that area. And, yeah, very excited. Like we talked about, they're going to be rotating people in and out, I assume. Mm -hmm. um, we don't know what the lines are yet. We don't know what the defensive pairings are yet. So just getting an idea of who's kind of in, where the depth charts will, will kind of settle. And we'll know a lot more this weekend. And I'm hoping Trevor's one of those players that uh, has an impact right from the start. Yep. To the forwards, those were the two defensemen. The forwards, the first one is uh, Cameron Reckie, who is one of a couple players on the team that have played in the BCHL, the NAHL, and USHL. So he has a little experience of all the junior leagues there. Um, and he's son of Flyer Great. Mark Reckie. So good bloodlines there. Good bloodlines. Hopefully it translates into some scoring for University of St. Thomas and get on the board easy, early, right? Yep. Next freshman is Tim Piowski. He'll be wearing number 12. He played three seasons at Bismarck at the NAHL, and you recall him playing high school. Yep. I think the story on him played for Eden Prairie. Probably didn't get the minutes for the talent that he had just because Eden Prairie was such a talented team. So I'd really like to see him step up, and I think St. Thomas is going to be a team that's sort of starved for offense, at least looking at the roster as it currently stands. So I think he could have a, hopefully a good impact on the team. Yeah, he's one that's kind of showing uh, upside and can get, a, get on a streak and uh, put some pucks in the net. Like you said, if you look at the elite prospect Biles on a lot of these players, there's not a whole lot of scoring. They kind of went for the hardworking 200-foot um, players, which a lot are. Um, but I think they will establish those guys, especially the guys that see more time on first-unit power play, second-unit mm -hmm. power play, and when those guys start to develop. Uh, and he's one. I agree. He, can, uh, he has good hands, good size. I think he's going to be one of those guys that uh, they're going to rely on for the scoring. Another uh, Next yeah. on our list is uh, Paul Schmid. What can you tell me about him? Uh, he's one of, he's the only international player, and like Marco Rossi, he's from Austria. Mm -hmm. um, he played internationally for them, never played on their main junior uh, under-20 team, but he has international experience. Um, not, don't, he's one of the guys that we haven't seen a lot of. Not a lot of him. Um, 
he has a cool little website that he developed himself. It's, I believe, paulschmidt.com. Maybe there's a hashtag in there. You Google it. It's like the first thing that comes up. And for prospect and players in the state that are trying to be seen, get to the next level, kind of show who they are, it's awesome. I suggest that people Google Paul Schmidt. Uh, his last name is spelt S-C-H-M-I-D, right? It's not no, no T in there. Correct. Okay. Um, and it, it's just a great... People always wonder, we've talked about it, how do I be seen? How do I get my name out there? I play for a small school. Um, I, I think I'm on the wrong team, I, blah, blah, blah. You can tell your your aspirations, goals, your highlight tapes. You can show everything on there and send that out, tweet it, put it on your Instagram, do what you have to do. And you get you almost feel like you get to know the player. I suggest anybody that's a fan of, of University of St. Thomas Hockey, go check it out. And another guy... We'll know a lot more after this weekend, hopefully, getting some playing time mm-hmm. and uh, go from there, right? Yep. Next on our list is uh, Blaine Warnert. Now, this is a player you watch quite a bit. Tell me what you think. Uh, to me, still sort of relatively unknown. I think you see the talent there. You see the height there, the physical tools. And now it's just seeing if he can put it together at this level. I think he's going to be an exciting kid to watch. A player 6'5", takes up space in the slot. Um, former captain of Chaska. Has a lot of experience. I'm excited to watch him. Uh, the bigger players usually develop a little bit slow, uh, slower. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I believe it's around 60% of goals come within 20 feet of the net. Mm-hmm. So you need those big guys taking up space, creating problems for opposing defenders. And even if they're not hitting the scoreboard, getting on the scoreboard, just creating space for your uh, teammates to get around opponents, maybe create a screen. Uh, and I look forward to him doing that for University of St. Thomas. All right, and the last player on the list is Kyler Grundy. What can you tell me about him? He's been playing for Green Bay for the last three years. He'll be wearing number 27. I believe he had about 150 games in the USHL, scored over 60 points. Um, was recruited heavily a few years back. I think Mankato State was on that list, a couple of others. Uh, I was delighted to see him when he did sign with the uh, University of St. Thomas. I think he'll be a, another one of the freshmen like Piowski that will be relied upon. And this fr- freshman class is kind of groundbreaking, and these are the, you know, the guys that hopefully will all be here in four years Mm-hmm. And it will be the first class to, to graduate through St. Thomas. So those are the seven freshmen on the team. Um, I guess one thing, I want to temper expectations a little bit for the freshman class. Seems like this team was built around maybe older kids that have played elsewhere. So I think playing time is going to be the key. And, you know, who steps out of that group and gets the playing time, you know, could have a major impact. But – it might be hard to sort of crack the lineup, so to speak. 100% agree. The transfer portal, portal guys and some of the other guys that have played D1 that uh, played with St. Thomas last year, like a Joey Sofo, um, Grant Loven. Mm-hmm. I think those are guys that probably get, get that first first uh, power play time. And, yeah, these freshmen are going to kind of be, I don't know, some of them are going to be have to throw one into the Wolves but hopefully guided along a little bit slower. 
Um, so you, that's the freshman class for St. Thomas. Those seven players. And then, you know, names that, that to people that don't follow hockey, don't follow NHL stuff, they, they wouldn't really know the names that well, mm-hmm. especially out of state. And then you go to the Gophers newcomers this year, which is, uh, you know, you have Pitlick, Nyes, Lucius, Bros, some of the top USHL players. High draft picked uh, Bros went to Pittsburgh in the second. Nyes went to Toronto in the second. They went back to back. Lucius, of course, went in the first. Um, but these are younger players as well. Uh-huh. And that's where I like what St. Thomas is doing, getting the guys with, like we said, you know, 150 plus junior games. And now they're going to be used to the big games as far as on that. I mean, not saying Lucius isn't playing in USHL and playing in U- a lot of these guys have already played, but at a younger age, yep. less developed. Uh, goaltending. What do you, the, the two that should be the starters, Peter Thome, most likely will start this weekend, probably mm-hmm. both games. North Dakota guy, university, not born, born in Minneapolis. Um, and he's going to have to stand, stand tall. He's going to be tested. Yep. Do you think he p- plays both games or did, uh, it's tough to say. Jacob Berger, who has experience with Minnesota state will probably be the backup this weekend. A little bit smaller goalie quick, still plays his angles very well. They are both seniors as well. So when we look for the future, um, I don't know if they tap into the portal in the future as well or what they do, but I think they're going to be the ones tested the most. Yep. This game or the two versus St. Cloud, I think kind of see as it, it's uh, the Trevor Zins, not comeback story, but help me out, Dave. <laughs> Coming out party? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess that would be uh, comebacks. He's always he's always been there. He just didn't get the playing time with St. Cloud. Uh-huh. Spent two seasons there and didn't crack a regular season game. For him, I've never spoken to him, but he's got to be frustrated. Two uh-huh. years of his college time, and he doesn't break the lineup. Um, with the with the rules. I think St. Cloud was able to bring back five players that uh, are either graduate students or seniors mm-hmm. for an extra year. Um, the writing was kind of on the wall. Then you have, you know, top freshman Jack Peart also coming into St. Cloud. And for him, he, he's got to be pumped for this series. Mm-hmm. And he's got to be just jazz. And I, and I hope he comes out and can produce at a high level. Thoughts on Trevor Zins? I think it'll be interesting, and I think you can probably say it for most of the kids in the lineup for St. Thomas is it's a huge opportunity. You know, they're all coming for whatever reason, but, you know, they probably didn't get the playing time or not even cracking the lineup. So this is a chance to sort of show, you know, hockey fans in the state what they can do. Absolutely. Let's do a little prediction for – we have, you know, the weekend come up. Sorry, I'm adjusting my mic here. I don't want it falling down like last week. Um, 
first goal this weekend for St. Thomas? I'm going to go with uh, Versic. That's a good pick. Yep. I'm going to go with Grant Loven. It's not a bad pick. A couple experienced guys, both of them. I think, like we were talking about, both will be getting some serious minutes. Um, on your end, Versic, very quick player. We know what he, he can do. We've watched him plenty when he's at St. Thomas Academy. He has collegiate experience. Um, I'm wondering how he didn't play last year. I'm wondering how he'll come out of the gates for St. Thomas. Hopefully it's, he doesn't, hasn't lost a step. Right. At that age, I don't think you would. Um, Grant Loven, a transfer guy that uh, I think is captain material for the team. They have not announced the captains. Mm-hmm. I'm picking him as my, our, our, uh, my first goal for St. Thomas. And we'll have to see. We're going to put any money on this? I think uh, maybe a couple bucks. All right. A couple bucks. Um, the first goal for the women, they played Ohio State. The St. Thomas teams are really, really going easy after really putting some cupcakes on their roster off the bat as they played Ohio State, which was rated three in the nation. They lost 6-0 and 4-1. to one. Not, not bad. Mm-hmm. A lot of rubber. Um, goalie Alexa Dobchuk stopped 93 shots. Out of 103, pretty pretty good. It's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, Abby Promisberger of Fargo scored the first ever Division One goal for the Tommies. Mm-hmm. So that's the answer in there. Their trivia question for the future, and hopefully it'll be Grant Loven for the men's team. But uh, whoever gets it, it's uh, what a huge accomplishment it will be. Mm-hmm. Um, first penalty. Maybe first roughing penalty. I'm going to go with uh, John Schultz. Big defenseman. I think that would be under fire, and I think he's going to be counted on to sort of block up the middle. Maybe have to lay some lumber on someone. Yeah, I think. Yeah, hit him early, right? Yep. They always, there was always a term when we were – Growing up for hockey, it was uh, hit or be hit to get into the game. I never got the be hit part. <laughs> oh, it wakes you up. <laughs> wakes you up. Or puts you or, to sleep. <laughs> yeah, one way or the other. I just never got that. Go make a hit. Hit mm-hmm. or be hit. Um, if Sam Renlund's playing, number 39, uh, he's played a pretty physical game. I think he led the USHL in penalty minutes in the past. Mm-hmm. He's maybe one that I would... If we're going to go for a roughing or laying some lumber, I think he's one guy that I'd like to see. And correct me if I'm wrong, is he a Wisconsin kid? He is a Wisconsin kid. There you have it. <laughs> yes, yep. Sam Renlund. So he's he's one guy. Um, Trevor Ledun's the other. Yep. Uh, one of those guys, first penalty. Let's make it roughing penalty. Let's make roughing. I don't want to trip. Doesn't count. <laughs> Something physical. Uh, predictions on overall team MVP this season for St. Thomas. I think I'm going to have to go with the goalie. Most important position on the ice. I agree with you 100% there. Best skater on the ice, Best too. Best skater. Yep. Best athlete. Yep. Peter Thome. It all starts in that. 
Peter Stone, NHL draft pick, Columbus Blue Jackets. I mean, it's already. And I think they're going to be tested early and often. And I think, you know, for them to have success, you know, whoever it might be is going to have to stand in their head a few games. Yes. And I, I am picking Peter Thome as well. I, I, I don't like the early matchup versus St. Cloud. I'm not saying St. Cloud's going to be the, you're, you're going to be playing good teams every night. It's division one college hockey, right? Mm-hmm. But how about at least like a Clarkson or, you know, someone a little bit St. Cloud. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing about starting off about, like that, especially with goaltenders, and goaltenders are mental as it is, is you don't want to ruin their confidence right off the bat. You don't want to go get a, a five donut and then come back and maybe, you know, some high-quality chances and a saves percentage isn't good, and it seems like he's always trying to catch up because goalies do look at that. They look at their goals against average. They look at that saves percentage. That's something we bring up every time we talk about a goalie and, you know, what's their stats. It's, it's so stat-driven, everything. Um, so, yeah, I am going with uh, Peter Thome. Uh, your, your selection of Cristiano Versic is another one that I think has the potential of being team MVP and having an impact even in the CCHA. Uh-huh. Um, but it'll be exciting. Some of these guys could, could emerge. Uh, leading score. I'm going with Versus again. Yep, I'll agree. Top freshman. Uh, I think I'll go with Ladun. You know, I'm not sure if, if the forwards are going to get the playing time, but from our interview with Ladun, sounds like a tough, hard-nosed kid, big shot, and physical. Yeah. And I think that's going to crack the lineup one way or another. And I think the defense probably all season is under a huge amount of pressure. Yes. And we look at the, there's nine defensemen, uh, three seniors, one junior, three sophomores, two freshmen. Uh, so you got Zins, Ferrandino, Sawchuck, Weiss, Monahan, Gower, Schultz, Ladun, Kimball Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we talked about, it's going to be a tryout every day. There's maybe two of these guys that will be playing night in and night out. Mm-hmm. And then the rest will fall into place. And we see that with every college team we've watched. The Gophers, especially in the, they, they try different combos in the beginning. Of course, they have their top blue chip stars that play right. regularly. Um, as far as the freshmen, I would, I would, Piowski, I think, will have a huge impact by the time it's all, all said and done. done. Yeah. Um, or Grundy. Uh-huh. Uh, I think Grundy's three years at Green Bay. Um, you'll see it in the USHL. He's used to it, uh-huh. used to playing against these players. So St. Thomas, not in the top 20 of the recent polls. St. Cloud number two. be very fun to watch St. Cloud. Like we said, they have five players that have extra uh, a, a double senior year. One of those is Easton Brodzinski. Uh-huh. Fun player to watch. Um, got hurt. Was that in the semifinal game he got hurt? Yes. 
right at the end of the season there. They finished second last year. Um, and a guy that we've talked plenty about is, is starting his career there, Jack Peart, which is, uh, he'll be a joy to watch this weekend. Yep. And he's going to help him a great deal. So that'll be very exciting. St. Thomas, St. Cloud, this weekend, first ever games for St. Thomas as a Division One program. Plenty of success at Division Three. Have a lot of players that have had uh, playing success, playing Division One hockey. Uh, kind of a new step in everybody's path. We'll have to see how it all gels as it as it comes together. Mm-hmm. Um, Gophers play Alaska. We like to overlook these games quite often. They're mm-hmm. coming into Mariucci. Um, probably a similar feeling for Alaska playing the Gophers as St. Thomas playing St. Cloud. Yep. Um, is there a freshman that you're excited to see on the Gophers? Probably with the obvious choice for me is Lucius. Yes. I think, well, you know, supposed to be a finisher, NHL-level shot already. And I think the Gophers last year sort of lacked the one guy that could end a game. Yeah. But like we've brought up before, is the... Is the skating good enough for the big sheet? Good enough for me. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited to see it. Um, I, I put up the jersey numbers on our board here, and it, it, it's been talked about, but the, the 77 on Pitlick and the 89 on Nyes looks, uh, looks weird on a gopher jersey. True. As, as we have the printouts. <laughs> You're so used to those just basic numbers when you see a 89 or a... Another player I'm interested in, in watching is uh, Bros. Yep. Played for Fargo last year. Was Jack Peart's teammate. Um, he kind of left Minnesota from Blake a few years ago. So he's been, you know, up in Fargo, kind of out and about. Of course, not having a USHL team, we don't get to see him a lot other than on on uh, hockey TV. Mm-hmm. So very excited. I mean, I'm ex- excited to see all – Anytime there's new players on a and freshmen on a team to see how they gel and, but yeah, Lucius and 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 Bros, uh, Nice is his power game. I'm excited to see that as well. Mm-hmm. He's a big kid, plays the power forward role, and uh, he should be. This is a nice class for the Gophers. Yeah, it should be fun to watch. Um, th- like we said, the women got off to an 0-2 start for University of Saint Thomas, playing that uh, tough Ohio State team. They'll try to rebound this week versus Bemidji State. So a little bit better matchup for them. The preseason poll in women's hockey for the WCHA looked like this. This was released a couple weeks ago, but I just thought I'd bring it up. Uh, Number one was Wisconsin and WCHA for women's hockey. Of course, the defending champions. Number two, Ohio State. Number three, Minnesota. Four, Minnesota Duluth. Five, Mankato. Six, Bemidji State. Uh, tied with St. Cloud 6, St. Cloud State, and then St. Thomas 8. So they get to, you know, play Bemidji. They're not playing Ohio State. Hopefully a little bit more success, a little bit more learning curve, get some more goals, take a little pressure off the goaltender, and have a good weekend. Um, Elite League. Thoughts? Have you, have you, have you been, Danny? Uh No. I have not either. Not I was I was thinking about going this past weekend. Now, this doesn't this not to take anything away from Elite League or 
Does it seem like it's kind of lost its uh, luster? Yeah. Maybe a little bit, but still some of the top kids in the state, uh, especially for the team from the north, uh, might be you know, one of your few opportunities to actually see him play down in the cities, unless you make some road trips. Yep. But it is what it is. I think we're seeing a growing trend where maybe a few more of the top-end kids are doing the before and after in the USHL. Yeah. I just, I, I look at some of the glory years of the Elite League and the players that would play there in it was quite phenomenal. And like I said, not taken away from the players, it's a huge accomplishment to play in the elite league. Huge. Uh-huh. No matter how many players are, are out. Um, but I, I, with so much, it seems like added competition between all the U16 teams, U14 teams. Um, like you said, the before and after the NAHL showcases that the games that we've been going to, it seems like, Elite, even with Shattuck in there, has kind of been like a we'll afterthought. Get, yeah, like we'll get to it, we'll we'll watch it. I I, I just I I, don't know, I was looking at the the leading scorer right now is uh, Harper Bentz of Moorhead, and Moorhead has two in the uh, top five. Gavin Lindbergh's the other. I believe they're both juniors. So Moorhead's gonna be good. Uh-huh. They should be loaded. Um, but Max Nagel, St. Thomas Academy. He has 16 points. Harper Benz has 17 points in 10 games. Uh, hope to hope it to you know maybe the next couple of weeks get to a a couple of games. But yeah, when I was when I was looking through it, that used to be like the top of my search, and the the games were always at the top. To oh, I need to go watch this kid. I need to go watch this. And for some reason, it it's always something else now. Mm-hmm. Um, a player that we talked about last week that has been catching a lot of uh, eyes for St. Cloud Norseman, Ryan O'Neill. Yep. Another big weekend. Game winner on Friday. Eight points in four games overall. Scored four on Saturday. Um, he's one that I'm, I'm still kind of shocked that there's not something in stone where he's going. Mm-hmm. And we never know the stories. We never know what's going on behind the scenes. Um, but if I was a, a college, I, I'd be I'd be knocking at that door mm-hmm. daily until until I get them, until I get that verbal. Yep. Um, a little a little bit more. We went over him, Ryan O'Neill, a bit. Uh, great puck possession, the ozone. Uh, Great confidence with the puck, can wait, kind of stall, make moves to create space to get that extra timing. Uh, can generate off the rush and can also generate with with the puck possession. Good speed, can uh, judge a teammate's speed, hang with teammates. Absolute 100% effort. Uh, a lot of players call themselves 200-foot 200, 200 player. He actually is, and he demonstrates it every day. Uh, stick work is good. Some inconsist- inconsistencies with the first touch and Corral on the puck, but height, intensity, and energy guy, which uh, I think all teams are looking for. Mm-hmm. So that should be, oh, fun to see where he goes at least. Yep. And, I, and I hope it's sooner than later. 
And I hope it's a St. Thomas. <laughs> Wouldn't be bad. Knows the arena, right? Yep. Um, and I guess that's one of my my biggest questions right now is something we haven't heard much. Where I thought it'd be kind of already in the in the works is something about arena, or at least a rumor. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the season start, and there'll be more. Yep, more rumors on it. Uh, a player in the USHL who's been sticking out, and I have not seen him in the USHL play this season, but for Prior Lake last year, is Alex Bump. Mm-hmm. Um, had a great preseason. I think he three, four points in four games. Came out, scored in each of the first two, uh, showing that he can play in the USHL, even as a before and after player. I'm assuming he doesn't stay. Prior Lake should have a good a good team again this year. Um, they've always kind of been snake bit. Thoughts on Alex Bump? I haven't really seen him play a lot. I know a few years back I really liked other bumps, so I assume he's probably somehow related to them. Chip off the old block, right? Yep. Uh, he's a good guy along the boards, can move some bodies, uh, good shooter, does a ju- good job getting it off quick. And like we talked about, uh, getting the puck, the puck to the slot and being able to get the shot off quick in the slot, a pass off quick in the slot, tip in the slot, get a rebound in the slot, any puck possession in the slot. And uh, he's able to do that. Mm-hmm. It's always a plus. But props to him for for getting in the USHL, showing he belongs already. Hopefully he comes back so we can watch him in high school, which I'm assuming is, is the case. Uh, Youth Hockey Hub had it. You know, they put their ratings on chances of coming back, and I had to check what they put for bump, and it mm-hmm. said 100%. I don't know. It could be like a Jack Peart last year where it's just like, oh, we don't want you going back. Yeah. Forward might be a little bit different. But yeah, it, it it's fun. It's fun now that, that things are getting getting back to back to hockey normal with getting to go into games. All these leagues in, in full effect. Can't wait for the high school season to start. Uh-huh. Still a little bit of ways away. And it should be fun. We're going up to St. Cloud this weekend to watch St. Thomas and then we're going to the X on uh, Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, to watch them as well. So we'll be covering them. We'll have a full update on St. Thomas next week and hopefully uh it'd be nice if they slipped one slipped one by yep got that first victory rico blase is at 398 wins currently mm-hmm. and uh should be interesting just a couple away two get to 400 and <laughs> right off the bat at the xl you get the gatorade dumped on him right on the bench <laughs> uh it should be exciting though i can't wait I can't wait to watch it. And just all the hockey that's going on around here. Um, Shattuck playing. Just uh, anytime there's hockey on. The Wild, did you have any opportunity to look at that? Nope. 6-2 loss. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's such an afterthought. Yep. I, 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 all I saw is I wanted to see Boldy and Rossi, what they did. They're like both like a minus two or something. and. Uh, coach called out Greenway, who was their line mate, and said that he wasn't doing his job. So we'll see. Any other final thoughts there, Dave? Uh, University of St. Thomas women seem to be really loading up on the yes. Minnesota talent. They have been loading up. And in, in why not, right? Yep. Why wouldn't you? Um, 
couple the couple of the Andover girls, right? Yep. Madison Brown. Another one, uh, Kara Sedjevic. Am I saying that right for Gentry? Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, they're, they've been they've been just absolutely loading up, which is good. And why won't you? I know. And I think they'll probably have a lot more success early than the men's team. I think it'll be exciting to watch. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think so too. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Every, every, even, okay, let me, <laughs> even the elite league stuff. Um, like you try to go and see like the women's top scorers or girls' top scorers in, in the elite league and nowhere to be found. It's hard to even see a box score. Mm-hmm. So unless you're there witnessing it with your own two eyes, it's very hard to get any sort of, sort of take on some of these, some of these gals. So. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we can here soon, but yeah, St. Thomas seems to be doing very well. And if you have Team USA coach on your bench, why wouldn't you? Yep, front and center for someone right there for USA hockey. So, anything else there, David? Uh, no, I think that's all for me. Well, all right. Next Monday we'll be talking about the new rankings for college hockey. Hopefully, talking about a. St. Thomas first division one win but we're going to temper those expectations right Dave a little bit but hope springs eternal yeah well have a good week watch some hockey we're out